And we're back. We are back. Blokes talking footy with Halen and Nietzsche. I'm up and about this week. Got okay. a lot for you. Because I'm main bloke, I'm going to start off with my two things. Yeah, go for it then. Okay. First thing, of we went to the game on the weekend, so I'll just quickly take off the jumper. <laughs> you dog. Okay. Well played, well played. Well played. Too Thank good, you. too good this time. Me thing from the cats to start off with is the ballroom blitz. <sighs> Dare I say anymore. Mark Blitzarves, you said a couple of weeks ago you were shitting all over him and he's come out the last two weeks and absolutely shitting you. No, I see what I said. He's old. He's going to have his patches. He's like Paddy Ryder. He's going to have patches and then he's going to get hurt for six weeks. And as the saying goes, Premiership's up one in July. We'll come back. <laughs> so, stop shitting everywhere. Alrighty, we'll, we'll continue from where we were, but before we do, I'm going to cut all this. Quick little, um, we'll do a little quick little two minute promo. I'm not even doing it, just a little promo on it. Guess. Can we do that now? Yeah, just a little, I'll, I'll snip it out. Yeah, okay. And then that way I know where I'm coming back to. What do you want in the promo? Just do that. Me, you, what we do, what we talk about. Okay. Where to find us. Yeah. yeah. So, Blake's talking footy promo. Huge things happening around here. Huge. Okay, so I want to talk about a little bit about ourselves. Is that what you want to happen? I'm Mitch, you're Halen. Yep. Basically, we offer an insight, a couple of hot takes. You provide us with the All Australian. Tell us more about it. Yep, so everyone that has any idea about football thinks about the All Australian team. And you see a few articles out there and they're picked at the end of the year. They're never done right, so I could do mine and it's done right. That's it. I'll give you the tears each week, telling you who's going to win the flag, who's a chance, who's no chance. A few hot takes in between about predictions we have for the future. And then we have top fives and a few other little segments along the way. Blokes talking footy. At this time of the year we're talking AFL. Later on in the year we talk NFL. Join us on the journey. Too easy. Spotify, YouTube, yeah. TikTok. TikTok's up and going. Get around us. Blokes talking footy. Find us on our socials. Okay. That's all I need. That's all we need for a little snippet. Yeah. Because then I can fucking run some ads on that. Yeah. Um. So we finished Blitz Arts, didn't we? So anyway, as I was saying about Blitz Arts, he's useless. Move it on. Yeah, but what Chris do on the weekend? Chris is allowed to have. You can't. Chris is allowed to have a game. game. You can't come out and go, gee, someone's a superstar because they've played two good games out of 17 and then crucify someone because he plays one slightly down game out of 17. I'm just saying, if you were shitting on him, he's come out and shit on your best player, so... I've never said Chris is best player. 
Other than Walsh, but what do you think? Mate, you looked at the best player in the comp. Jackson Barney. <laughs> Mate, Charlie Kurnia. Okay, the other thing, I wrote this down last week, but we didn't do an episode last week. So, yep. a stat that I saw, the undisciplined tykes. Yep. Yeah, I've been saying they're undisciplined as. As of last week, don't have the fresh stats, but they had 36.50s given away. It's not bad. Most in competition. Who was second? West Coast. They had 22. Yeah. That's a yeah. huge... 50's a big penalty though, isn't it? When you weigh that many of them. Yeah. That's huge. Undisciplined. Undisciplined football. No, that's fair. That's it from me. On that though, did even see Sam Doherty give away a 50 on the weekend. Now again, some terrible umpiring led to it, but... Strange to see him lose his cool. So for me, about our game, I've been on this for a while. You finally seen what I seen in yeah. person. Harry Mackay lacks the dog. There's no dog in him. Charlie has the dog. He works, he'll chase. If it's not his day, he'll find a way to impact it. Harry, if he's getting a buck, there's something in his way, he has to go around on a lead, he's not up for the fight. He'll mope, he'll wind the umpires, he turns his head down by every ball that's in the air. Like, oh, why wasn't this mine? Sam DeConing did a number on him. I was about to say. And I was really they, hoping that they it found, didn't They found Harry. They finally found him. Yeah. He was in Harry, he was in SDK's pocket. Oh, I thought he might have been at Ben's house. Yeah. Either way. That was a bit of bad sniffs out, sure. <laughs> no, I was going to Ben McCoy's house, mate. Bit of siblings. Well, they're just the same person. Who knows? We'll, we'll get on to that. We'll get some sources and we'll get to you back into your... Now, my other one. I'm going away from our game. Yeah. Our game was great to be at. There was a patch now before him. In our game, there was a little patch where we just showed a little potential and you got a little nervy. Paddy Cripps got a ball going the other way into the wind and we were directly down the field from it. It made no sense. It was beautiful. Yeah. And it's just things like that, that usually when goals like that are kicked, it's just like, oh... Today's not our day. Today's not our yeah. day. It's not going to happen. That's when I saw that goal. I was like, ah, uh, yeah. Gen <laughs> Genuinely banana yeah. into the wind. That was cool. But my second thing, you might have seen it, and I hope you have. Mason Cox is brilliant. Yeah. You can say it's his basketball background. You can say it's his ruck background. What it is is genuine footy smarts to yeah. recognise. There's my teammate. He's on his own. I don't have to have a possession impact the game yeah. and it's something me and you have hotly debated since Saturday when we were going down the footy we talked footy the whole way there we talked footy the whole way back and we even talked though footy I was trying to sleep yeah, well, I, mate that wasn't happening after my bloody loss but what we can agree on is disposals don't matter influence on a game does Yeah. I don't care if you're having 40 and neither do you if it's not impactful and how do we measure it like, there's no statistic for it but that's something there that doesn't get chalked up as anything maybe it gets chalked up as a 1% percenter. But it's a brilliant bit of play. But I will say one thing, if that if he stuffs that up, he gets crucified. Yeah, but it's the exact same. It's not on the same level because it's not on the same scale as Matty Scallop's toe poke. Yeah. It's that little instinct that you either have it or you don't. And he, if he if he misses that up, it's why didn't you scrap possession right around? But because it works, it's brilliant. Yeah. Wouldn't be comparing them to the ball players in the same yeah, well, that's fair. One has single-handedly won a prelim, one hasn't. One has won three <laughs> premierships, one hasn't. Premierships team award. Oh, so, do you agree that premierships are a team award? In a certain sense. Yeah. Make up your mind on that one, thank you. Uh, I've got a fight on it, to be honest. 
But that's my two things. Harry is lacking the dog. I'd love to see him with some dog in him. Lacks it. He has a lot of pace. We've seen him chase. There was a chase where he actually started to put on a chase and he was actually gaining on someone. But he starts at 20 seconds too late and the bloke's already gone. Yeah. I want the dog out of him. Charlie had limited opportunities. Still put on a little yeah. bit of a performance. Yeah, yeah. Gave us enough there to go, ooh, special. Yeah, he had a burst. Yeah. Okay. And before we move on, just nothing out of our game because it's not featured later. Shocking call from you. I'm crucifying for it. For calling Charlie Curry selfish from having a set shot from 55. Okay, let's. I said it's selfish the way he went back and took the mark and he didn't look. I don't like when players are 55 metres out and they're not even looking for someone. You turn around and you survey. He took the mark and walked back, did not look at anyone. So, I understand what you're saying. I'm calling him selfish in the way you've got to see. So, I disagree with you, but I agree with you in principle. I agree that you should always look for the better option. Unless there's about 10 guys in the league who are that good and it's your job that if you mark it and you're in range, you kick the goal. Because if you think about it, there's players like Charlie who, Jeremy Cameron's in the same boat, if he marks it within 50, he should be having a shot. Yeah. Tom Hawkins in the same boat, yeah. but he doesn't. That's he fine. He has shown over the years that he's an excellent ground kick of the football. Charlie, we don't know if he's going to try and stab a kick into Harry, miss the kick, and you don't even know having a shot. What we can say is, he's marked it and we know he's having a shot. I, I don't care if he doesn't take the kick. The thing I care about is that you're not even looking. No, I understand, and if it was someone else, I'd agree. But because it's Charlie, because it's one of those top 10 kickers in the game at goal, you would, I'd rather have, just have him have the shot. Yeah. At the end of the day, should he take the shot? Yes. But the thing is, he didn't even look to pass, and that's what I find. Yes, but it wasn't like it was a fast break and there was no one inside 50 and it was vacant and there could be someone else. It was relatively good. There might be someone standing over there 25 metres out by himself, no one within 10, 15 and metres. And the way Carlton started the game, he would still not have kicked it to that person. He would have missed them by 20 metres because we started terribly by foot. We just needed to settle and kick a goal. Missed it, but I'm happy with I it. Stand I, get, I get what you're saying. I stand by my I get what you're saying, but you can't be saying it when Jeremy Cameron had three shots on the boundary without turning his head inboard once in the same game. I still reckon them kicks he was, he was... The first two, from our pocket, not a chance. Well, the thing is... Not a chance. When you're turning that way, you can still see. He's still got the corner of his eyes. You can't see when it's that way. That's fair. Still got the corner of his eyes, it still didn't look once. Either way. And he, he's proven before that he does look for his teammates. Yeah, he also kicked one goal through from the boundary. Pressure was on early, he wasn't up to it. Moving on. Time for everyone's favourite segment. Smidge's tears. I'm only looking for one tear here, so. Tears are back. They're back. Two weeks off, we're back. We've got, what, five, six games to go? Six? Yep. Always bottle that one up. Six games to go. Yeah, six. First tier. No, we've got five left now. Pretty short, aren't we? Must be, because we had six. I think we had six prior. It's hard when we do it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's six. Ah, uh, five left. Yeah. It's hard after missing a week. Yeah. Sorry, Marvel's here. But, Bottom tier, the nope. They're almost killed off. We'll hold them there until they mathematically can't make it. We've seen one Essendon fan throw it up that they can still make the eight. It ain't happening. Nope is Giants, Hawks, Don's Gross. Some of them actually starting to play a little bit of good footy. It's a shame it took six months. Yeah. We're moving on. The chase. These four teams, they're all chasing. 
I've done my counter on it, I've done my projections, we'll get to it later. Yeah. None of them make the eight. Yeah. Suns, Dogs, Port, Saints. They're all outside looking in, none of them make it. Everyone's crucified in Richmond, none of those four teams make it. I've done, that's my prediction at this stage. So, making up the numbers. Yeah. So from here up, these teams are making finals, but this team is just making up the numbers. And that's freaking now. They're making up the numbers, they're not winning a final, they're not finishing top four, doesn't matter. They're making up the numbers. Up another tier, up into the fourth highest tier. Now we're getting to the top pointy end. Final seven teams, it's getting exciting. Can win a final, can't win two, can't make a prelim, can't win a flag. The Lions, the Tigers, and the Ds. Each of them can win a final, none of them can win two. Whoa. None of them can win the flag. Whoa, goes bang early. Mate, I told you I was coming in with hot takes. Jesus Christ. I've seen all I needed to see. I've been down live, I've analysed the teams I wanted to see, I've seen enough. The Lions are too inconsistent. They've shown us over the last four years they can't get it done in finals. The Tigers are absolutely derailing themselves at the moment. But they will make finals. But they won't win it. The Ds, they can win a final. I'm not backing them in to do it again this year. They're not the same team. There's too many flaws. Yeah. Shout out to Cozzy Pickett on the weekend. He was amazing. But you're not going to get bits of amazing every single game. And you can't win on amazing alone. Next tier, tier number three. Dangerous. Not ruling them out from winning it, but at this point, I don't think they can. The Blues and the Pies. They're dangerous. They might not win it, but they're two teams that you don't want to play in the run home and you definitely don't want to play come September. Because as you said, it was only a five minute burst, but for five minutes, you were very nervous. Carlton and Colin both had that ability to be young, naive, and not understand the moment. You know, you always hear about these teams getting scared of the moment. Carlton and Colin don't know what to be scared of. Carlton haven't been there in that long. What, what are they scared of? Running on pure adrenaline is what you're going to say. That's exactly it. Mm. Some of those kids out there for Carlton and Collingwood, they might break an arm. They wouldn't know till the end of the game. Come finals, you get to that. How good was the crowd on the weekend? 64,000. You get 85,000 in a Carlton game, whew, you're not going to know what's going on. You're going to find that extra gear. They're dangerous. Also, another little side note there with another cheeky snap. Carlton averaging the most fans there each week this season. Huge news for the league. When Carlton's good, the league's good. Number one contender. It's the Cats. Yeah. Nah, it's not. They're the Cats. Number one contender is the Swans. They are ticking along beautifully, and Chad Warner is an out-and-out 30-game out superstar potential. Not in the club yet, but he has that potential to be in-club oh, superstar. Yeah. He is absolutely playing out of his mind. Yeah. And the favourites, seen it first-hand live, it's the Cats. It's taken me all year to come around. They're looking pretty bloody good. Oh, it wasn't too long ago that you said, oh, look, they're not winning a final. They're not winning a final, Mitchie. I never said they're winning the flag. I said they're the favourites. Exactly, yeah. At this now point... times have changed, mate. Mate, they're peaking. They're, how many in a row is it? Fill me in, come eight. on. You've got all the stats ready? Eight in a row, nine and one from the last ten. Yeah. The thing that made me come around, and to why they're beaten, 
Carlton and why I feel like they could win it is because the whole time we had the argument of who's going to stop Charlie? Who's going to stop Charlie? And we watched it on Saturday night. You yeah. couldn't stop Charlie. Didn't matter, you stopped everyone bloody else. Yeah. And the main, another main reason was that the question marks around our midfield were a big thing for you. Yeah. And like, who's going to play in that midfield? We were talking about who John there bringing to that mid not too long ago. Yeah. And they've gone and they've beaten the two best midfielders in the league over the last two weeks. Yeah. So. I'd love to see it again because I reckon the Blues make some adjustments, so I'd love to see it go at it again because it was a great battle to watch. Obviously, I'd love to see Pitnett come back and play that supporting role, help out more in the guts, because Reece Stanley played a very good game compared to Tom DeConing. I thought Tom was not too bad around the crowd. And I'm pretty hard on Stanley that I don't think he's very good, so I thought he was pretty good. Blitzarves actually crushed Cripps, which hurt, but again, if you did it again, would you back him in to hold Cripps again, or you think Cripps might get off? I'd still back Cripps in personally to get off again. And a lot of the Blues, like Chera, for example, did have the fire put in them through the media this week, that you've come across to the club on a lot of money. This is the big game, this is the big crowd, and where have you gone? Yeah. Like, you were shocked at it, and I was shocked at it. We were talking about it on the way down there. Zach Fisher ends yeah. up with, what, what, second or third most touches for Garton. That was... So if he's the one getting off the chain, Charlie's doing what he can with his opportunities, we need the main boys to lift. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. Geelong are the favourites. The Swannies, they are looking very good. Yeah. And another side note, I know there's been a lot of side notes in this, and this is a lot of effort went into these tiers. I want these tiers to be good, I want it to be accurate, and I want this to be reflected come finals time. Pay Buddy whatever he wants. For so the simple thing, do you, if, if you put yourself in the minds of anyone who's in yeah. that, leading that club, are you trying to win a flag next year? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta pay. So, it does, and then simply, does Buddy help you win a flag? Yes. It's one year, pain. If it's terrible, guess what? It's only one year. Next year, move on. But when you're in the position you are, you've got that many young kids yeah. not getting paid. If you pay, if you can keep them around to help Logan McDonald for another year, you do it. Yeah. As much as I don't like Buddy. You don't have to like him to respect him. Yeah. I respect what he's done. Cannot stand him as a player or a person, but. See, that's exactly it. I can't steam Blitzhouse as a player, but I respect what he did on the weekend. Played a good game. And you can respect how he can cut you in different ways. Yeah. I still, I still, I'm going to stand by Jack of all trades, master of none. But he's a pretty good Jack. Yeah, bloody good Jack. And that's the tears. Unless you've got any complaints, issues, happy with it? No. Yeah, I thought you'd be pretty happy with Carlton being on the third tier. You know, they're dangerous. Got, um... These two should be above them though. That's the one. Then say it. Tell yeah. the people. I still reckon Lions and D's. I'm still more scared of them than I'm Blues and the Pies. So you reckon they're dangerous? They've shown us that they're dangerous. I'm still more scared of them than I'm Blues. And the, the only thing that's dangerous about the Lions at this point is being a supporter in the crown behind the opposition's goal. Charlie, they leak. Charlie Cameron scares me. We've always gone about Carlton leaking goals in a row. They just leak goals. Charlie Cameron might scare you, but as we're seeing with Charlie Joe now, they just cut his supply off. Yeah. Charlie Cameron's a small fall, that's even easier to cut off. Yeah. And we are talking about how um, Geelong shut down your supply. Did that without Tom Stewart as well, so. But whose spot does Tom Stewart take? 
Thomas Stewart takes whoever spot he wants to take. He says to him, I, I want to take his spot. He takes it. Jake Holly Jason is who he takes. Or Jake Holly Jason is spot is who he takes. Not a big Holly Jason fan. Okay, I'll move on to the old Australian now. You don't actually have it on your screen yet. So, no, nah, I haven't put it on there. So, so here we go. We've just gone from the best segment to Mr. Unprepared. Here we go. Okay, alright. So, so, Halen's All Australian. We're back at it. Coming after round, what have we just had? Round 18? Yep. Round 18, rolling All Australian. Let's go. Okay. So, you want me to read the whole team out again? Since we haven't been out for a while? Yeah, give us the whole team. Okay, unchanged backline. Tom Stewart, Stephen May, Sam Doherty, Jack Sinclair, Jake Wearing, James Sicily. Top six defenders, don't argue with me. Um, I'm ready to argue it. Don't say anything, Dave, of course. I'm not. Okay, who would you like? I would like to see Adam Sard replace Sam Doherty. Not yet. Not yet. The run and dash. He's been absolute see, fire the last month. It was possibly that I, I didn't rate his game the weekend. That's okay. All I was here was woof, woof. Hey, all you hear is woof, he's having a lot of the ball. Yeah, but then, yet again, I didn't feel like his kicks were making too much of an impact, and when he was trying to make an impact, he was trying to do too much with it. That was from where I was sitting. I'd, I'd be putting in Brayshaw before I'd be putting in him. Angus Davis. I'd love to take you down to another Carlton game and sit more bird's eye, just so you can watch the level of difficulty on some of his kicks. You don't get appreciation of it. Run on, I reckon. Yeah, well, I'll put Bailey Dale in there too. He no, he's terrible. Don't mess like that. Makes some pretty good kicks. I rate him. So, how are you trying to say that Bailey Dale is a good kick when he's not even the best kick in your own team? Carol Daniels. Yeah. Because they've got the two best kicks in the league. No, they don't. You can't have the two best kicks in the league and not be in the top eight. It is when you don't have the pants. They're two defenders. Yeah, exactly. I didn't say they were the two best <laughs> defenders, I said they were the two best kicks. Now a little bit of my insider knowledge. Liam Jones. Met with John today. Sorry. Met with the boys from Brooks today. Yeah, I'll have a he might be there. Yeah. yeah. So I Confirm said... Confirm my sources. I said Langdon and McCarvich in the wing. Yep. McCarvich is now my number one wingman for the year. It was Langdon, it's now McCarvich. McCarvich is the number one wingman over the last five years. Yeah. That's fine, I agree. Yeah. Okay, in the centre, I've actually made a swap here. Brayshaw's in the centre, Cripps has moved to the bench. I disagree with the swap. I, I can understand it because Cripps has been down, but Andy Brayshaw isn't playing that good in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he's just been better this year. He's probably leading um, Brownlow at the moment. You can't say even better than she when Paddy Cripps will win the Brownlow at this point. You reckon to this point... Okay, so what is it? It's round... Round 18. Round 18. We'll write this down right now. And we'll say by round 18, if Cripps has more votes than Rayshaw, wait, if Cripps has most votes in the league to this point, he, I believe he'll, I believe he'll be close to winning it, but he'll definitely have more than Rayshaw. I'm willing to lock in Rayshaw for sure. If he has more than 18. If by round eight and he has the most votes in the league to this point, I'll do a source. Fine. He hasn't got the most. He's not got the most. So who's got the most? You look at the coach's votes, and he's still only 20 odd behind, and he hasn't played a good game in a month. Because yeah. all he's done is rock out threes for the first six games of the year. Yeah. It's a lot harder chasing. 
Um, then we moved on to our half forward line, whole forward line that still hasn't changed. Stanville Kerno, Charlie Cameron, uh, Jeremy Cameron, Tom Hawkins, Shy Bolton. Same as, yeah. as Rackline, Wits, Neil, Oliver. Mm-hmm. And then bench, I brought in Tuke Miller for Sam Taylor. That was of last week. Sam Taylor was good this week, but Tuke has been better this year. Sam Taylor can't be good this week. His team lost by how many goals? Don't have it. Yeah, so Tuke's in. Sam Walsh is still on the bench. So is Track. Pat Cripps is now on the bench. And Connor Rosie is my medi sub. Had a good month. Can't argue that, huh? Yeah. Okay, that is me. Dunzel. Dunzel. Dunzel Washington. Exactly right. Well, All right. Have you made a top five since now and then? No. Me either. Okay, this week, no top five. We'll be back. Oh, how about we just go one off the top of how to joint one, okay? All right. Okay. Top five players in the league currently. All right. Number one, Clayton Oliver. For me. Who? Clayton Oliver. You said in the league right now? Yeah. Is that injured? Back this week. Is he? Yeah. I say. Yeah. Haven't been confirmed that he's back this week. He's the best player in the league right now. He's not in the league right now. He's injured. We will not be in this top five because Mitch doesn't know what he's talking about. No, I'm happy to do it if you if, if you're saying top five players. Top five players in the league. Okay. In the in the league to date. To date. Not top five players in the league heading into round eighteen. Yep. So round nineteen. Yep. Top five players in the league to date. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying Clayton Oliver? So you, you think he's winning the Brown at this point? I'm just saying he's the best. I oh, know, I'm, I'm not arguing he's not the best. I'm just arguing, do you think he's winning the Brown though? Be close to it. Be bloody close to That's it. That's all I was asking, I wasn't arguing it. Yeah. He is. I don't like saying this about players, but he is nearly generational. The way he can find the ball from the bottom pack, and he's not one of the people that gets the cheap possessions, he's getting hard on the ball. See, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go that generational word that you just tried to go with him because for me, and you're not going to like the comp, but by the end of the argument, I think you'll understand what I'm saying. He's a little too Jack Ginnivan. See, you don't like the comp, I, but let me bring it around so you do. Jack Ginnivan, start of the year, no one was doing the one-step leg drop bring the arm up like he was. It got to the point where it's out of hand, other players are starting to do it. Scott Pendle got a free kick on the weekend for it. Other players are in the league are doing it. The league's come out and said now that if you're the one bringing in the head contact, we're gonna cut it out. So, instantly it went from something that was amazing for him to not getting called for him to now being stamped out. All in the space of not even a season. I wouldn't be going to say Clayton Oliver is generational based on how he handballs the ball whilst being tackled because I wouldn't be surprised if interpretations were brought in to make that hold the ball. Because there's a lot of times where he's like this and it's just two hands fumbled together in a pattern that kind of resembles a handball. Yeah, but he does a lot of hard under stuff. He does, but that's why he's being tackled. He goes, I'm not saying he's not amazing, I'm just saying that that's, take it out, even if it's a minus of three touches a game, if you're getting called holding the ball three more times a game, that is going to impact how he goes about it, but and he has to pivot and adjust. Yeah. Same as what I see Jack Kinnivan. I still think, even with that, he would learn from it pretty quickly. Yeah, he would learn from it, but the, I'm just worried that could take away 
some of the Bruins. Because the Bruins at the moment is he's extracting the ball from the stoppage better than anyone ever has. Yeah. It's amazing watching him. You watch two people tackling and you'll still hold it and get the handball. Yeah. I'm just nervy on whether that starts to get called as a throw, a drop of the ball, too long. Yeah. That, to go generational. Not to say he's not the best player in the game. Still happy to, I'm happy to agree that he's yeah. the best player right now. Yeah. My argument was that he wasn't currently healthy. Yeah. He's one. Happy with that. Who's two? So we're going in order or are we just going just top five? Top five randomly. Alright. Well, you'd be going top five players, and this is going to annoy you. I'm putting Charlie Kernan there, but he's not on part of my superstar list yet. That's fine. Because yeah. that doesn't annoy me, because I was going to say that. The exact same thing that I would put Jeremy Cameron in the top yeah. five players in the game right now. I put both. But I would not count Jeremy Cameron as a superstar. I put both of them in. I would count one as a superstar. Obviously, Jeremy Cameron one night. Charlie Kerno. Don't know about that. One has that superstar factor about him. You just know when you know. You see it on the weekend. You can just see the excitement around Charlie. Yeah. And um, and you were getting around a minute ago. We're getting around Bailey Dale. We we can't just skim over this. G watching Charlie kick the footy is just beautiful. Oh, work of art. Yeah. Work of art. All right. So that's three. That's three. So, who else have we got in the midfield? Look at this team, because top five, they're probably going to be in here. In theory. In theory. I don't feel confident putting Trout on the list. No. I don't think he's top five. I don't think he is. If I was to, I don't really want to put any defenders on there. I don't think mm. any of them are top five yet. I don't think so either. I don't think he's top five. No, he was a month. He was, was a couple months ago. He's not at the moment. Oh, Lockie Neal, he's top five. Yep, he gets forgotten about because he doesn't play in the Victorian team. Exactly. So that's four of our yep. five. Who wants to take up the fifth spot? See, I look at the list and it's almost like I want to pick someone off that list because like, outside of the list because I don't think feel that covers it well enough. But then you got to think, who would I have in front of them? Yeah. If Bob plays every week like he did on the weekend, he's in it, but he's not, so... Yeah, he's played one week out of it, so... Yeah. It's hard to say, because you've got to look at it... Oh, look at any... Yeah, no, there's going to be some changes that coming out of the year. Yeah. Um, Fife and Dusty are getting a little bit shaky. Mm -hmm. Especially Fife, after having one kick on the weekend. Charlie's looking to take the spot, but because Fife is a two-time Brownlow medalist... Keeps it for a little bit longer. I'm going to give five until see how he plays in finals. Mate, they're going to get swept or on their first week. Yeah, okay. I'm actually going to go. I've got the fifth player. Yeah. It's a bold statement, too. Jack Steele. Not even close. Chad Warner. Very, very bold. I love Chad Warner, but he's not a top five. At, the, at this point in time, he's been the best player on what I believe to be the second best team in the league. Yeah, I don't think he's top five yet. Who's, who's better than him right now? Right now. Is he on the... We're not talking body of work. We're not talking... But there needs to be a body of work coming to this... To... Oh, so then you're saying, then you always go next five, because he's got that body behind him. Is it Lance Franklin? He's got that body behind him. Where, where does it come into it? It's got to be a mixture of both. I think we can both agree on that. Alright, so then who's the fifth? And that's the hard one because I don't think there's a fifth player that's jumping. I think there is a four player thing. Four players that are the most dominant four players in the league at the moment. And I think there's going to be struggling to find that fifth. 
coaching vote. That is a good shout. We'll head in the coaching vote and see what the leaderboard looks like. And see if we're going to argue or disagree with them. So I agree with you, but I don't agree with her. Yeah. Oliver Matraka, Brayshaw, Took Miller, Green, Rosie, Cameron, Cribs. Yeah. Oh, happy to say Andy Rachel. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, Petrarca. At, at this point in time, Petrarca has the body work behind him, but when yeah. he's out at the moment, it's this isn't. He's not out the moment. Is he back in? He started on the weekend. Oh, I was in that tension again. What did he go in the end? No, he played really well on the weekend. Oh, good on him. He went 30 disposals and seven marks. Not great, but still 30 disposals. Yeah. Never hurt anybody. Yeah, fair. Now, I'm happy to say that I don't feel this track at the moment. I would probably personally just put track in that fifth spot. I'll put it Andy. Yeah. We're going to give it out comes home. Our list of top five often becomes seven, eight, nine. So it was yeah. six is pretty good for us. Yeah. So, recap. Top five players in the game right now, who you got? So you want me to order them? No, just chuck them out there. Yeah. Okay, we'll so recap we got, it for the people listening at home. We got Oliver, we got Neil, we got Petrarca, we got Hawkins, and we got... We don't have Hawkins, mate. We don't have Hawkins, we've got Jezza and we got Kerno. And see how he said this last. So we do it. Is that how we do it? Alright, it's time to move on. Next up we have Supercoach with Halen. Supercoach with Halen. Okay, we don't do Supercoach with Mitch because how do we were down here? Down. Few yeah. too many injuries. Listen to it. Oh, actually, while, whilst you're having that, I'm just going to bring up the tipping just for a bit of a fun fact or two. Yep. Take it away, boss. So, I'm pretty sure this week we're versing in the league, actually. Are we? Because if so, that's an easy dub for you. Nah, no, we're not versing. But finals is next week. Oh, sweet. Sorry, I don't have to worry about this week. Yeah. Okay, so... That's how they're taking it at the moment. That's how bad I've been going. Yeah. Um, it was always like, okay, Blitzarves is going to be out of the team in a couple of weeks. Once he plays his next game, I brought him in to field that week. Yep. So I was like, yeah, I just need someone. A lot. I think Blitzarves can do it. If you go off total points, Blitzarves is the second best ruckman this year. If you go off average, he drops down to seventh. It's not great, but if you go off three round, he's third. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty happy with the choice to bring him in. And I'll look at it, and yeah, why would I trade up someone like a Max Gorn, who's not even averaging 80 in the last three? Yeah, fair. And yeah, I just think that, yeah, there's no point. I'm gonna, I reckon I might hold him, unless he yeah. drops a real stinker. Or unless it gets the last game and someone is like, yeah, okay. Oh, do you guys use AF? Okay, move on with that. Now, no, keep going through your team, mate. Yeah, I don't have much to talk about this week. Um, I'm trying to find the AFL tipping for you. Just yeah. for a bit of a fun stat. Yeah, so I'm just going to base... i got four trades left. I might go down to Cully this week from Rioli. Yep. And... He had a lot of tackles in the weekend, didn't get too many possessions. That boosted his score a bit, but just to get my uh, extra 100,000, so 200,000 in the bank that I can make 
three upgrades or side trades depending on injuries. Yeah, fantastic. So I reckon I'll want to go into round 23 with at least one, round 22 with two probably. Not bad. Yeah. So just a little quick shout on the old, ticking over to the AFL tipping. On the old AFL tipping site, there is 304,304 people in it, nice. conveniently. I'm on 96. I'm having not a bad year. I've dropped off in the last month, and that's okay. I'm, a, I'm sitting at 139,000, just for a bit of reference. Yeah. How many have you got? Probably around 100, if not a couple more than me. 108. Oh. Yeah, you've really broken away from me. We were even about six weeks ago. Yeah. So, Helen's having not a bad year. Not be greatest, so I was top 1,000 last year. Yeah, see, top of, we're not here, we're not top 1,000. This is a shout out to Rick. Rick had a stinker on the weekend, only had six and it's cost him. And his margin was off by nine, so it's hurt him. He's now only, he would have been three, if not two, because the people at the top did falter as well. Yeah. He's had six, so he's fallen. He's four off the leader in the country. He's sitting 91st based on total margin for each of the first games of the round but he is only four tips behind three people who are now level and two of those had sixes as well on the weekend so he could have pulled back on a couple but he yeah. made a couple of errors and i dare say he's not going to be happy about it no he's not he's now only averaging 6.3 for the year he needs to go a tick higher with five rounds to go yeah because five rounds to go he's, he's sitting on 114 the goal is to crack 150 because 100, 100 and the tipping used to be good, 110 was huge. Then they brought in more teams than that extra bit. Yeah. 150 would be enormous. That's 36 in five weeks. That's a tick over seven. Yeah. We'll keep you a little live rundown, see how he goes chasing them down. But he's still in the hunt with five weeks to go. Needs a big week this week. I suggest he follows mine because I've got this stuff absolutely nailed. But. We'll follow Rick throughout the next few weeks and see how he goes. Yep. Do you want to move on to the predictions? Um, have you not looked at our run sheet? Oh, you Mate, I am prepared tonight. Yeah, jeez. What's this? I apologise. usually main man. I apologise for the number two over here not quite knowing what's going on. It is rare that I'm this well Number prepared. one. That's all played. So... Before we do... Yeah, I'm just off with the fairies, just enjoy this existence. Yeah, you're just enjoying the moment. That's all right. You celebrate your premiership in July. We'll check back in later. September. Yeah, it, is, it is July too. Well played. Well played. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to click on that? Um, all right. So, next up we have unpopular opinion. Don't know if Halen's got one because I've sprung it on him here, but I've got two. First one, the match review officer has ended Will Hayes' career. Told me this. This is all I've heard for the last couple of days. I'm sick of it. It's completely and utterly true. Second chance, second team, played comes AFL to get picked up, comes in as a sub, gets his first full game, and now gets subbed out. Yes, you've got a suspending for it. Do I agree with it? No. It's probably one week. Yeah. But you can't be going soft on head injuries. I understand it. I'm a Carlton supporter. Yeah. But... To see the difference in, not star treatment in the sense of that if that was a star, it'd still be a suspension. But I feel if Patrick Dangerfield does that the week before a grand final, or maybe two weeks before a grand final, it might become one week so he's available. It doesn't quite get to two if it's a superstar before something big. 
we said we trained Conchie Denning off a lot for things he shouldn't have. Exactly. We we see him get fast. bended. The rules get a little bendy towards the end of the year, especially towards big games, big players. So I really hope for Will Hayes' sake that it doesn't end his career. I hope to see him come back. Um, I was hard on him early on in the game, but he did seem to settle in, had 23 touches and did play his role. And you were amazed when I read out that stat to you. I was very amazed. Now, the second one. As a fellow big man. How tall are you? Six four and a half. Six how, how tall is Draper? Probably about six 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 seven. He'd probably I sit comfortably at about the same height as Charlie Kernow, which is a little shorter than Bay. Actually, sorry, I'm a little taller than Kernow, a little shorter than Cripps. Yeah, so he's two o three. So he's got a fair bit on you, mate. Yeah, I've been covered in the weight department though. <laughs> so that's all that matters. He's saying that <laughs> too proudly, mate. Mate, he's an absolute machine. So. Yeah, Sammy and, Draper. And he has about five kilos in the hair as well. Exactly. Sammy Draper has kicked the best ruck goal ever. I'm not going out there and saying I've heard it's the greatest goal of the first of all time. I've heard it's goal of the year. I'm going out there with a fact. That's the best ruck goal ever. Yeah. I'm not talking about a ruckman going forward. I mean, from a ruckman. Yeah. Maxi Gorn's launched some bombs. But you've been playing forward for him. Yeah. Yeah. To see someone win the hit out, get the handball, follow up his own work. Like you always, from under 14s up, you hear about you want your ruckman to compete at ground level, you want the follow up work. That's a second, a third, and the best part is by the time he gives the handball, before he even gets it back, and the fend off's beautiful, the outside of the boot, unreal. Look at the gap, watch it again. Look at the gap by the time he gives the handball on him and the pack. Yeah, but Jeezy. No one's going with him. Jeezy did not look normal kicking that football though. He looked like an absolute giraffe. Mate, he looked like an adult holding one of the soft kid's footies. It looked tiny in his hand. A little squeeze of it down onto his foot it went. Beautiful. Any unpopular opinions? Got anything for me? Got nothing off the top of my head. I love an unpopular opinion if you haven't seen by my tears. Well yeah, we might yeah. We might you might come across some unpopular opinions in your head in our predictions. Huh. I only speak facts, so if I find it unpopular, then whew, nothing wrong with being unpopular, as long as you're correct. Yep. Alright, so, we don't need that next bit on here, like that should have been cut, that, that comes in the end always. So next up we do have projections. So, this is the time where we look back, we said two weeks ago we're going to do it, we're going to do it every two weeks. We might even do it each week as we get closer because it's getting very exciting. Do you have your ladder predictor up? Like, not just, um, do I have my bay, I want to go from 18th to... Yep, sure do. Okay. I had it written out, I've got it in here, you tell me what you want. Let's go top from bottom, t tell each other teams. In 18th, I've got North. In 18th, I also have North Melbourne. Yep, have you got them not winning another game? True. 17th, I've got West Coast. Yep. They win one more game. No, they don't. I've got them down for a win against Adelaide Optus. That's poor for Adelaide, because Adelaide will win that. Okay, and then I've got GWS in 16th. Uh, I have, I'll round it out by saying I have the Dons, Adelaide Hawks and Giants all equal from 13th through 16th. How many points? 28. Yeah, I've got GWS on 20. 20? I don't mean two more games. Mm -hmm. Adelaide on 24, Hawthorne on 28 and Essendon on 32. Nah, they're all 28. They're all 7 and 15, which feels right. If, you, if I said to you for those teams, they're going to win 33% of their games, it feels right. 
Yeah, fair. They feel like they feel like three hundred teams. Yeah. Okay, so in twelfth. Breaks me hard, so I wanted to see him make it. Same. Gold Coast, huh? Yeah. 44. 44, yeah. Yeah. 11 and 11 for the record, just for anyone else who can't do the math on that. In 11th? I got Richmond. Port Adelaide, 11 and 11. Got Richmond, 11 and 11. Richmond are a lot more than 11 and 11, but they'll come, you'll come to them later on in my um, northern section of this ladder. In 10th, I got St Kilda. Yep, in 10th I have St Kilda, 48. Yep, same. Mm-hmm. Port Adelaide, in 9th. Ooh, so in ninth, as I've been, it's convenient how this actually worked out because I didn't do this with any biases before. You seen me put it together. No bias, bro, that's Carlton. But in ninth, I have a team that I said, one of my first original hot takes, which was shut down and laughed at early in the season from you. And as the season gone on, it's been widely accepted. The team cops no hate. It's time to get some pressure on Bevo, actually, I think, here. But it's the Western Bulldogs. They're not making finals. I got Port in ninth, and I got Doggies in eighth, sliding in there. Mate, I've got the Doggies on thirteen and nine, finishing ninth. And as you can tell by how I'm really feeling, I have the Demons finishing eighth, thirteen and nine. Okay. Yeah. Have you got them winning a game for the rest of the year? Uh, I believe they're on thirteen wins at the moment, so no. Okay. I, I, I had the same thing last week and they came out and won and I was wrong about that one game but I still don't feel confident in them. So if they come out and win a couple, I'm okay with it. I don't see them having an impact on final stop. Yeah, that's fine. So I had Doggies in 8th, you had Melbourne. I had Melbourne. Okay, in 7th I had Collingwood. I had Fremantle. Fremantle with 14 wins. Do you have any other teams on 14 wins or would you let me to go? No, I've got no one else. So I'll just quickly then throw in that I have Richmond 6th on 14 wins, and the Brisbane Lions fifth on 14 wins. As I did my ladder predictor, I did not put in any percentages. So that could all change subject to that, but for now it's just based on what it is. Yeah, so that's fifth, sixth, seventh, Brisbane, Richmond, Fremantle. Can you give me your sixth and fifth, please, sir? Yeah, so they're both on 15 wins, and that's Brisbane and Carlton. Ooh. So I have, so I, I'm happy because I've got Brisbane there. Um, I have Carlton in fourth on 15 wins. Yeah. So I think we agree they both have 15 wins. Yeah. I just think that actually gets them higher because I don't think other teams win as much. Yeah. So that's me not being too biased there. I'm not like saying Carlton are going to win every game on my home. I'm simply saying I don't think the other teams around them are going to win more than we think they will. Yeah. I got Freya on fourth on 16 wins. Yep. So I have two teams on 16 wins. And I've got Melbourne and Sydney on 16 as well. So I have my two teams. That, so that's second and third. So my second and third is Sydney and Collingwood on 16 wins. Yeah. Collingwood have a very lovely draw coming home. So you're saying now they're losing one of the last three? Collingwood? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, who do they lose to? Uh, who do they play in round 22? Uh, Sydney. Yeah. Sydney. I even gave them the win over Carlton in round 23. Mm. Showing my lack of bias. Or lack to get his point across. Objectivity dripping in it. Yeah. And then top of the ladder, I have Geelong finishing on 17 wins. I have Geelong on 17 wins as well. I have them dropping the game to Port Adelaide. So do I. I think they'll drop this one and they won't drop another one. That's exactly Until the first and second weeks of finals. I reckon it's going to be one of the next three. Yep. 
I'm not sure which game, but I'm tipping that it's most likely going to be Port Adelaide because we do not play well against Port Adelaide over there at all. Alright, so then, do you want to play out in the finals? Yep. Alright. Okay, so in my first round of finals, I have Geelong beating Freo. Doggies beating Brisbane. Slow down, slow down, let me get mine up. So we look at the same matchups. Okay, so you have your 1v4 as? Geelong Freo. Yeah, I have Geelong Carlton and I give Geelong the win. Yeah, I've given Geelong win too. Brisbane Doggies. I have Brisbane and the Demons in the 5th versus 8th match. Yeah, I've given Doggies the win. I'm giving Brisbane the win. I'm eliminating Melbourne. No win. If they match up against the Lions up there, I don't see them winning it. In 6v7, I've got Collingwood and Carlton. Conveniently, that would be a fantastic game, but I'll have to wait for later in the final series because I have Richmond and Fremantle. And I have uh, Richmond winning it, which is convenient because I said Fremantle wouldn't win a final. Yeah, exactly. It's all convenient around here for Mitchie. Isn't it amazing how it works out exactly how you predict? And then I, in my second I and third... I can't win that too. Nice. Good. In my second and third, I have Sydney and Collingwood. I have Sydney and Melbourne. And I have Sydney winning it. I have Melbourne winning it. Melbourne are good. I'm not buying it. Week two of the finals, I have fourth versus fifth, which is Carlton versus Brisbane. And somehow the Blues have bounced back after their first loss and they're going to win that one. Because I don't see Brisbane being good enough to make a friendly. I've got Freo beating Doggies. Yeah, Freo will beat the Doggies because the Dogs won't be there, so I agree. Yep. If Freo aren't going to win a final, I've said this the whole time, but if they play the Dogs, they'll win a final. I could win a final too if I play as Dogs and good enough to play the eight. And then I have third versus sixth, which is Collingwood versus Richmond. And I have Collingwood winning. Jeez, I hate you for that matchup in semi-final. That means why I'm nice to make Kaylin. I've got Sydney v Carlton. I've got Sydney winning that. Yep. Yep. Takes us to prelims. Yep. Got Geelong. So do you have your top four making the prelims? Yeah, I do actually. Same. Yeah. There we go. Okay, first v third, I've got Geelong beating Sydney. See, I've got Geelong playing Collingwood. And by that point in the season, I'd be getting pretty excited if I was a Collingwood supporter. And for no other reason than alone, I'm going to say Mason Cox is going to win my prelim. I've said, Colling I've said Geelong are the favourites to win it, but who knows between now and then what could unfold. So basically what you're saying is you're projecting Collingwood to make the grand final. I'm just saying if it unplays with these matchups, they're a chance. This isn't me locking in the favourite for the flag. Collingwood's going to make the grand final, you've heard it first. Mate, I don't tell you what the big deal is. I see what the big deal is. I, they are not good enough football teams to make the grand final. They've won the last they, eight. They're not a good enough team, but look who they've had to beat in the finals. I'm saying that on their day, in the finals, they're yeah, going to... Yeah, but they're losing the first round to Carlton. No, look at my ladder. They're losing to Sydney. They're beating Richmond. And then they get lucky against Geelong. I'm saying they're good enough to beat Richmond and Geelong. They're definitely good enough to beat Richmond. And you're just, you're bad about Geelong. If they beat, that's a 50-50 ball game come finals time. Because that's going to be the G. I'm that's just, their ground, not yours. I'm even though it's your home game. Amazed that yeah, Collingwood. That's third. That yeah. They're, I would not be if Essendon come out and beat them this week. I've said I wouldn't be the last couple of weeks they're bound to lose one. They can they could. be team comprehensively and it's going to come back and bite them. They very well could, but right now, I'm happy. I, in my pre I'd prefer that to be the other side of the bracket. I'd prefer Collingwood and John to be on different sides, to be honest. 
because they're the two informed teams at the moment. Yeah. Then I look at the other side of my bracket. I have Sydney and Carlton, and at this point, I'm willing to say Sydney are going to win it. Yeah. Well, I've got Geelong, Melbourne, Granny. So you're having Melbourne beat I beat your famous, your absolute royal buddy champion Fremantle Dockers. Huh? Still winning a final. But if I was to go without my ladder prediction and say what's the grand final going to be, I would say Geelong Sydney. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's why the ladder plays into it. I wouldn't have Geelong Conway playing in a prelim. But at this point, that's how the ladder shakes out. There'll be games that drop along the way and we'll throw it, and that's why we're doing it. Yeah. That's why this isn't our prediction on who's going to win. This is the ladder prediction on who's going to win. Yeah. If we're doing our predictions, we both know at this stage we're saying Geelong's favourite. I said Geelong were the favourite in my tears. Geelong the favourite team. But in this, it's just the way the matchup shakes out. Yeah. So then in my grand final, I have Sydney beating Collingwood. Yeah. At this point in time. I just got it. When it gets yep. to the grand final, you got to tip your boys, so. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But then if you look back through it, there's a bunch of matchups. Like, we can say, oh, you've got Collingwood in. There's a bunch of matchups. Like, you look at it on the ladder. If I look back down mine, 17, 16, 16, 15, 14, 14, 14, 13, 13, 12, and that gets me down to 10th. That is four games between 2nd and 10th which could effectively be a complete flop, flip, whatever you want to call it. Flop. Yep, that's the marker. The whole way through, you could have a couple of games that change everything, which changes the matchups, and that's why we give the breakdown, because anything could happen, and the only time we're actually going to be able to lock in a bracket is end of round 23. Yep. I, yeah, I reckon we revisit that next every week from now on. I'm happy to. I'm happy to look back at it and go, this is what I had, this is the changes. And just clear out tips and just go fresh each week yeah, fresh from what each. we've seen. Yeah. Because that's what I did. I didn't hold any grudges. Yeah. And I, as I'm saying, I've got Richmond finishing six. A lot of people don't have Richmond making finals right now. You've got them finishing 11. Yeah. Each week we're going to get a little closer, and then when we get our final brackets, bracket challenges on. Yeah. Have you got them winning or losing this week, Richmond? Richmond? Yeah. Oh, they win this week. With no. They win this week. No Lynch, no Dicey. I don't care. I, I've seen enough from Richmond over the last five years, when their backs are against the wall, Dimmer's going to punish them, and I'd be too scared to fail Dimmer. And, Freo aren't that good. I've I said this numerous times. I think Richmond are very, very mediocre team at the moment. I think it's two very mediocre teams playing. I don't think Freo are that good. I cannot get around a team that relies on Rory Lobb when Rory Lobb can't rely on Rory Lobb. Can't do it. You can win grand finals, Without a great ruckman, you can't win grand finals with passengers as your second forward. Because when it's great, it's great. But it's great once every five weeks. I don't see him being good enough. And that's actually what my look... So if I actually went to what I'm looking forward to this week, my what I'm looking forward to this week is the Tigers versus Freo. Because I think the Richmond will show that they aren't great. But once they win, everyone will be, the Tigers are back. They're a sneaky chance. They're not. I just don't think Freo are that good. Yeah. I could be very wrong. I could be absolutely very, very wrong. And they could win. Freo could make the top four. Melbourne could make the top four. Brisbane could make the top four. And my predictions here look absolutely yeah. silly. But I have to go with what I believe in. What am I looking forward to? What are you looking forward to? Pies and Essendon on Sunday. And again? I would not be surprised. Essendon are starting to play some decent football. Love it. Love it. He's hooked again. We can rewind the tape. Let's go back. We can rewind it back. How many weeks ago was it? They won. We came out and I said, Phew, we're getting really up and about here. And they're beating a mediocre team. And what they do the next week? A bit of expectation. They got pumped. 
Collingwood are mediocre. What's going to stop them? Collingwood are very, very mediocre football team. They are. They go to get the wins. Law of averages says they're going to lose sometime soon. Yeah. <laughs> Law of averages when, what, how many wins have Essendon had so far this year? So you can get that up for me, that's right. I'll go find it myself. I think six. Five, maybe six. Five, six. Six. Yeah, so they've won 33% of their games. Yeah. And they've won the last two weeks? Have they? They've won the last three weeks. They're rolling. Law of averages, when you win for the year, three out of ten games, and you won three in a row, that says you do for at least a loss. When you have won eight on the trot and six of them have been within a one-digit score, it's time for a loss. I'm excited for it. So am I. I'm excited for football. Hmm, that's fair. I'm excited for finals. I'm ex just yeah. I'm excited that Tom Stewart's last week out. Can you see him out there again? Will his body stand up after a month? Yeah. They'll be running him through basically with your pre-season at the moment, like they've done with most other players that have had coming back from injury, not rushing back, just letting him come back through mini pre-season. How many weeks till Geelong starts resting players? Don't know. Wouldn't be surprised if Salwood's rested this week. Don't want to see him rested because I want to go to his 350th, but we'll see. And then just a quick current look. Just putting out there just a little reminder to everyone that uh Geelong are closing the gap, but Melbourne still are the flag favourites. Yeah. Going by sports bet, obviously not going by us. I've written them off, I've got them down to win a final, but they can't win it. I think you've got them in the same boat. You've got them they can make the grand final, but you don't think they're winning it. No, it's I don't reckon they can win without Tom McDonald. I think a lot of it comes down this year to how it shakes out the matchups. Yeah. For a lot of teams, they're one team I don't think it matters. I don't think they're good enough. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm feeling with Collingwood. They're not good enough. That's fair. To the win one, two big games. See, I look at Collingwood as, yes, they're sporadic, but they have a lot of match winners. A lot of different blokes who will pop up and win you a game. I'm looking at Melbourne. I'm not saying they don't have match winners, but there's almost... It was, oh, they're good conundrum. We've got Max Gorm, we've got Luke Jackson, what do we do? How do we make it work? We've got Sam Weedman, we've got Ben Brown, we've got Tom McDonald, we've got all these forwards, how do we make it work? There's so many options. But no one's stepped back and gone, these options are no good. Ben Brown isn't that good. Sam Weedman is not up to AFL football. He could be if he played in a bottom six team. Tom McDonald's gone. Yeah. Luke Jackson, no one wants to talk about it. He's not kicking goals as the backup ruckman. And he's not in the ruck enough to be the number one ruckman because you've got Max Gorn. Maxie Gorn's season's been patchy due to things out of Maxie's control. Yeah. And they've tried to make it spin off like, oh, this is great, this is great, this is great. You throw in a bit of Stephen May missing. Jakey Lee went down the rooms on the weekend, shoulder, presumably fine. There's a lot of moving parts out there. The internal stuff that became external when they went out for dinner. A lot bubbling under the surface. And it's why it's very hard to win one. It's incredibly hard to win two, and it's near impossible to keep everyone happy and win three. Yeah. So I just, I can't, it's not looking at the odds this year and saying, 
they're $3.25, they should win it. It's me looking at the broader picture going at the start of last year. What are the odds of Melbourne winning two flags in a row? Yeah. Great story for one. You seen the dogs in 2016. Great story for one. Took them five years to get back there. Six years, whatever it was. I don't think they're good enough. So what we've learned is doggies do anything at a high level. They're always down the next year. Remember that next time doggies are up there, they're going to drop the next year. Big time. Okay, remember that. They peak for, and even in the years they were up though, they didn't make top fours. They got a run on at the right time. And that's why I think teams like Collingwood could be dangerous. Because they haven't been a great team, but they're getting a run on at the right time. Same with Sydney. I'm not going, I'm not looking at the great teams like Brisbane who are 12 and 5 and just ticking along. But the thing is, Collingwood, the last couple of weeks, have beaten some of the worst teams by minimal margins. But they've won. At the end of the day, if you come into the grand final, you don't get a head start for having 140% versus 106. Yeah. Come finals time, no one cares if you win the first week of finals by 6 points or 60. If they did, yeah. we'd be mentioning the prelim last year more often. Mm. Does it matter how much you lost by? No, it's just a loss. Yeah. It's win or go home. And if that's like, yeah, I'd like to take Collingwood my more if I was going to go home. I mean, I can't believe I'm campaigning for Collingwood, but. At the end of the day, if it's win or go home, they're winning. Winning form is good form. Yeah, Cap. Have you got anything else for me? I've got nothing else. We'll throw in a cheeky Warpool to end just for the night. This has been a good session. That's good, because I was going to do the Warpool today and I'm like, actually, we might do that in the podcast, maybe, we'll see. Now, I want you to start with... Zach Fisher. The man. He looks great in sleeves. Zachy Fisher. Is that who you're going to say? Yeah, mate. How's he, how's he not the sub in your All-Australian team? Whew! That's not a good find. So we've gone with Zachy Fisher first up. The team's basically got blue in it. They're not Victorian. So it's Queensland. It's Queensland or WA. So I reckon it's West Coast or it's Brisbane. Brisbane. They're not a medium forward. They've debuted in 16, 15 or 14. And they're 26, 27 So which makes sense. I just don't like him as a bloke. We can still guess him. Harris Andrews. There we go. He's a key defender from WA. Debuted in 2015. Oh, Tom Barras. Get around him. Huge. He played a very, very good game. Yes. Go Cats. That's how we do it. He did play a very good game. I think that about covers it, doesn't it? Very good walk by us, Sam. That is a very good walk. I've already done a little, so we can't do that. That is fine. Thank you all for listening. Um, like, subscribe, drop a comment. Find us on all our socials. Anything else? Nothing from me. Drink your milk. Get strong bones. Wear long sleeves. Oh, and on that, what's everyone's thoughts on the heritage long sleeve? Give him something. He's been raving about it all weekend. And we will say one more thing. Done. Um, I went to school sitting in the footy, and Mitch was sitting in this seat. I was sitting seat between, and then on that seat, Michael and White was very cold, moving for a cuddle with Mitchie. Can't kick a goal straight off that seat. Yeah, did very superstitious, my man over here. Very, very superstitious. I wear this jumper every week. Haven't changed it for a long time. It smells. It shows. Fuck, it smells good. <laughs> <laughs> smells, what's it smell like?
winning. Winning. It's foreign. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, winning. I don't understand. Nah. It smells like finals. I haven't been there in a while. That's exactly it. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. We out.